0: These are the guys behind the glass. Hey, where's my little music? Even Windex and a paper towel can't handle these hot takes. These are the guys behind the glass. H oh. to the though, B to the isa. H to the though, B to the Where's the d H to the iso,
1: B to the
0: for shizzle my nizzle used to dribble down VA. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, wow. Hove is in the building Luke Legrano in the building, Mike Tedino in the building Justin Ellick on a plane Nonetheless, welcome back to another episode of Guys Behind the Glass Michael, how are things?
1: Doing well, man, how are you? No am- Justin today, are you going to be able to get through the day without him? And, and better yet, are you going to be able to get through the week next week without Justin?
0: I think we're going to be just fine I actually think we're going to have Rich Radabali
1: Oh, Rich in in the flesh!
0: Yes, exactly, and we all know how uh, great Rich is. Rich has been working at WABCs uh, for longer than I've been on this planet.
1: He got a good heart.
0: He's got a great heart. Uh, Decent heart. I think Rich is gonna. Yeah, no. How can you go wrong when you get Rich Rodriguez there with you? So, uh, it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna have fun. We're obviously gonna miss Justin because uh, he's a city slicker, as uh, he's told us in the past. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm like a city slicker. Yeah, exactly like that. We're gonna do just fine without him.
1: Why do I have no drops? Are there I've, any of me? Have you ever thought of being funny? Where's the Dito? <laughs> no, I want me to be speaking a drop. Mike,
0: shut up. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think we have anything for you, Mike. But
1: I sent you an email last night, Kevin, with a drop that I wanted to be used. Can you please have your associates checked out and have it uploaded immediately? We'll have the associates. She's doing me.
0: We'll have, we'll have Rodwell check that out for you. But, uh, Mike, we do have quite a bit of sports to go over right now. A lot of things are... are... Kind of happening all around us. We've got really news from all big four sports. Which one do you want to start with?
1: I want you to choose. You want me to choose? I want you to choose.
0: All right. Well, Mike, I know that your bread and butter is football. We did see schedules yesterday for uh, all, all teams, uh, Jets and Giants, are obviously going to be our focus today. Um, any initial thoughts off the bat for you?
1: I think the Jets might start the season 0-10. Oh, in 10. No, but their schedule is difficult. I mean, let's take a look at it. You have no, it up? No, I,
0: I, I do have it up, and I'm going to be honest, I don't think you're far off.
1: I think that after the bye week, uh, definitely... And that's what we keep hearing, if they could survive to the bye week.
0: Yeah, that's and that's exactly... What we I don't see
1: about. what team that they're playing that they're definitively better than. You open up against Baltimore, that's most likely a loss. Yeah, you
0: open up against the entire AFC North. Which is, I don't know how that happened. Terrifying. Um... Yeah, that that that's probably three losses in a row right there. Baltimore, better team. I I don't believe Cleveland will have Deshaun back
1: yet. Well, right? Deshaun, we don't know what's going to. Have. If Deshaun plays, Cleveland's a great team. If Watson's out, Jets get a bounce and they should beat Cleveland. They, they, prob- they
0: probably do with just because the Jets run D is supposed to be so good this year. If you can contain them, then obviously what else does Cleveland have? And then you're going up against the you know runner-ups of last year, the Bengals. You're probably going to lose that well, game. The Jets did beat last year with exactly. Mike White. It was the it was the Mike White game. Pro Football Hall of Famer Mike And White. then you got
1: Pittsburgh, Miami, Green Bay, Denver, New England, Buffalo. Pittsburgh's <laughs> it's a brutal schedule. Pittsburgh's in, uh, a winnable game. Absolutely. In, That's in a game Pittsburgh, they almost have to win to, if yeah, they want to be competitive this year.
0: Miami, while they certainly did get better, and they should be a phenomenal team, I, I would argue that there's some question marks there. Uh, it's going to come down to Tua. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll, we'll see. That that game is up in the air. Green Bay, you're not going to win in Green Bay. You're not going to win in. Even Denver.
1: though I don't love Green Bay this year, I know a few months ago I said they're going to win the Super Bowl, but since then they lost Devonte Adams and haven't really replaced him yet. So Green Bay, to me, is a very beatable team right now. Obviously, you know, going into Lambeau is difficult. Not many people go into Lambeau and beat Rodgers. But you have to understand, his number one receiver right now is who? Christian Watson? Yep. Who they drafted second round in North Dakota State. Sammy Watkins? Who d- might not even make the team. You have Alan Lazard. Lazard, right, because Valdez Scantling is gone, right? Valdez Scantling is on Kansas City. So you have Lazard, who's, I guess, at this point, the number one. I still think Green Bay goes out and go get Odell Beckham. They have to get a receiver because I I don't understand what they're doing. You lose Devontae Adams, you don't replace him with Christian Watson. It's not fair to Christian Watson to have to replace Devontae Adams. Not fair. No. So, to make a long point short, I don't think Green Bay is Great on paper right now.
0: Yeah, I think that's a totally fair statement. Uh, and then Denver is supposed to be completely revamped. I don't think they win that game. The New England game at MetLife is always a winnable game.
1: Now there was a lot of speculation that the Jets would open up the season Sunday night football September eleventh versus New England, because that did not come to fruition. Jets, yet again, no prime time. Actually they have one primetime game, Thursday against Jacksonville, week twelve. You might want o- you might want to set your night. Aside to watch that one that screams like a four and nine Jets <laughs> versus a three and eight Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah,
0: no, it, def- it definitely does. Unfortunately, uh, that that Patriots game is winnable. The Buffalo game,
1: I don't want to say it's. The winnable. Jets are not beating the Bills. Like maybe the Jets are not beating the Bills. Like, the okay. Jets are not beating the Bills. This doesn't
0: seem like a fluky win to you. No, the Jets. I don't think. Not, it, the, I, I don't think. I, it, I think
1: the Bills are going to
0: win the Super Bowl this year. You, but you think they're going to like? They won't have like a, a crappy loss here and there. Look at the Bengals, not to the
1: Jets, man. The, not ti- to the
0: Jets. Who were the Titans' crappy loss last year? The
1: Jets. Yeah, who's, but who's the, the Bengals' the crappy loss last, last year? Not in the Jets. The Titans. I don't want to say the Bengals. The Titans were not in the same. And, and yeah, I mean, I do. Sure, every team's going to have a dud here and there, but I don't see Buffalo division game losing to a feeble. Weak, pathetic New York Jet team
0: in Jersey. Why not us? And then you got the bye week. So, in- what's your
1: over? Uh, what what's your expectations this year for the Jets? How many games do you think they win? They over or under? Actually, funny enough, I posted it's five this. and a half. Yes, you did post that on what is it at seventy seven WABC Sports on Instagram. Yes, and it's interesting. The Jets have been the most popular over at Caesar's Sportsbook thus far. The win total of five point five is getting a lot of action. It is by far the most popular bet. By both tickets and dollars wagered. The Jets have 43% more tickets on their over than the next closest team. I'm not sure what Caesars was doing making that line five and a half. That line should be, if I were to put an over under in the Jets' expectations this season, I would say seven wins. Yeah. I, I think fair. they probably win seven games, so I'd put the over at six and a half, seven. Five and a half is too low for a team that just had three first round picks. For a team that just drafted a quarterback number two, and for a team that I hate to say it, but looks to be respectable on paper.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. I think that's where it comes from, right? Is that the Jets were a four and thirteen, a four and thirteen team last year. And not only were they completely plagued by injury, they got so much better this off season. Yet you added some beef to the offensive line, the defensive line with Jermaine Johnson, the secondary with Reed Whitehair, and now whitehead? Sauce a oh, whitehead. Thank you, my apologies. And uh, and then Garrett Wilson is now supposed to be the best receiver in the draft. And you add him to a room with Davis, Moore, Barrios. Uh you have
1: talent. Sounds like a six win team to me, man. That sounds exactly. scream six wins. I
0: think I think in a perfect world the Jets can win nine games. A nine and eight schedule. I think that's fair. You don't think that's fair? I don't think there's
1: any I don't m- think
0: it's reasonable, but I I think that like all everything goes according to plan. Everything. I think this could be a nine win team. I don't. Okay, that's fine. Uh let's talk about the Giants though. The Giants
1: have a ton of action, Mike. We've got
0: a Monday night game, a
1: game in London, a Thanksgiving game. I'm not sure what the Giants did to deserve three primetime games. I don't either. They're going to be awful this year. And I heard you saying on one of the prior episodes that I was not a part of that Giants should compete this year? No, or- I,
0: didn't, I didn't say that they should compete. I think that they should know what they're doing. Because the Giants have been so indecisive about... What their team actually is for the past three or four years. Well, they were now. set
1: back by Gettleman severely. Well,
0: yeah, but like if, if that. Okay, perfect. Blow the whole thing up because we've heard like, okay, this is the year we finally figure out: are the Giants going to compete? Or are they going to be rebuilding? And then it just gets prolonged year after year after year. And you blame it on one thing or another. You blame it on Gettleman, injuries, bad contracts. It's just a different excuse every year. That's all I was trying to say. It's not that the Giants should be uh, competing for the division. It's just what the hell are the New York Giants?
1: The New York Giants are a bad football team. that have a lot of bad contracts and don't have a franchise quarterback. Um, I, I like the Brian Day ball signing. I think that you bring in a guy that elevated Josh Allen into one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And you can, I guess you could see some comparisons with Daniel Jones and Josh Allen. Just the big frame, big arm, good athlete. I'm not going to compare them to each other, but you can see similarities. I like that signing for the Giants, but this is going to be a blow-it-up year. You're going to see if you have anything in Daniel Jones. And then you blow it up next year. You stockpile for more draft picks. I don't see the Giants in any shape, way, or form. Competing this year, but their schedule is not bad. No, and I was I was looking looking it up right now. Um, Obviously,
0: the Giants catch a break playing in the NFC East, just because every team in that
1: division is so bad. But the Giants, whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Why is the NFC East so bad?
0: Because like, what 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 are the Commanders going to do? Let me tell you something. I
1: think the NFC East might be better than the AFC East. I don't I don't think that's true. Now Buffalo is by far the best team in each division but after that I'm not sold on Miami. I don't think New England's that good. If you take Bill Belichick off that New England team, they stink. They don't have But they
0: have they have Bill Belichick. But they have Bill that's, Belichick. That's like saying so you, you take LeBron off the Lakers, they stink. Cool. You get they have, they have Bill
1: Belichick <laughs> at the end. Oh, LeBron, the Lakers sucked this year, but Bill Belichick you have to presume he'll They're still a 7 to 9 win team regardless just because they have Bill. But I could see Mac Jones taking a step in the wrong direction this year. They're not a great team on paper. I, I one thousand. The Jets and Dolphins you. probably have more talent than the Patriots on both sides of the ball. They just don't have a Bill Belichick. Yep, one thousand percent. And I'm not sold in Miami. Okay, they're a good team with a massive question at quarterback. What do you think realistically? How many games did they win this year? Miami. Yeah, their over under for wins I believe was nine and a half. I don't know. I have a lot of question marks with Tua. A lot of question marks with Tua. I I would probably take... I'd have to look at their schedule. Uh, I would probably take the under, though. I don't trust Tua. They should be competitive enough. They have two really good receivers. They don't have a great run game. They don't have a great offensive line. You You don't
0: think they have a great run game? Well, who's great? No, but like look at how I honestly I'm gonna take that back because I was just about to compare the run game to the start of last year for the Houston Texans. They had so many great RB twos in that running game, you thought it was gonna be their their best asset.
1: And yeah, you just have a montage of running back twos and your Raheem Mosterts and your Chase Edmonds and your Sony Michels and your Miles Gaskin. Because the
0: run game wasn't it wasn't good, but it wasn't like atrocious last year. It and, was
1: very hit or miss the and, run game. And, and Miles Gaskin last year.
0: went from an R B one to an R B four. In yeah, this room.
1: I don't even know if he's going to make the roster. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm not sold on Miami. to, to make a, another long story short. And if you go over to the AFC, sorry, the NFC East, Dallas is going to be good. And I don't love Philly, but Philly should be better than they were last year. Philly improved from last year, and they were a 9-1 team last year. You Do you really think Philly Philly. It's like going to come Hurts? down to Jalen Hurts, obviously, right? All these teams' X factors are clearly their quarterback. It doesn't really necessarily matter the talent you have around them. You need that franchise quarterback to take you over the hump. Would I rather have Jalen Hurts or Tua? That's a that's a pretty good question. I don't know. Th- is it really? It is. I think Dallas takes a step back. I think. So Philly, why do you think Dallas takes a step back? Because they just didn't they just sell off everything this offseason? No, they lost Amari Cooper. Big loss. But they replaced him with. Michael Gallup, who was out last year with an ACL injury, I think yeah, Gallup how, is a, How good is Michael Gallup? I like Michael Gallup. Uh, Michael Gallup's a good receiver. Or like I like Elijah Moore. Is Elijah Moore a good receiver? I think they're very comparable receivers. Okay. Com- I think Moore and Gallup are probably both two up-and-coming receivers that I think could really have explosive years. How old is Michael years. Gallup? I think Michael Gallup, if I, had to get, if I had a gun pointed in my head, I would say Gallup's 20— just got a contract in the offseason, five-year deal, which means he's off his rookie deal. Say he's 25 or 26. Uh, yeah, So you're not
0: getting blown up, 26 years old. There you go.
1: So, yeah, I, I like I like Michael Gallup. to actually have a really big year playing that Amari Cooper role this year. So I like Dallas. I like the Eagles, and I don't think Washington's terrible. Washington, another team. I, I believe they had seven or eight wins last year. And, I mean, you should be better with Carson Wentz. Than you were then with Taylor Heineke. I just
0: I just don't have I just don't have a good feeling that Philly or Washington are going to significantly improve. I,
1: I think maybe an extra win or two for for either of them. Who do you think? Let's take the two teams, Philly and Washington, and compare them to Miami and New England.
0: Well, I I put Miami above New England, and I think Philly is probably just under Miami. And I think New England is just over Washington. honestly, I think, probably they're New England's probably a step above Washington, let's get real.
1: I think all those all four of those teams are pretty close.
0: Yeah, I'd say that. And then the Jets I think are gonna be significantly better than the Giants. And the Bills are gonna be significantly better than the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, it's fair. It's it's close. It's close.
0: It's it's very close. Well, um that that's our deep dive into the NFL. Let's talk hockey because tonight is another important night. We had we had a very important night last time we recorded an episode. Mike, I I hate to be this guy. Last
1: time we recorded, you said Rangers in five. I didn't say Rangers in five. Once again, we're putting words in my mouth. You guys said Penguins in five. Yeah. And I said the Rangers are not losing in five games.
0: I'm pretty sure I heard Rangers in five in there.
1: See, this is we'll, the problem. We'll, we'll People the continue tape. to put words into my mouth. It happens all the time. Go listen to the tape. I do say at the end of the podcast, you could you could look back at the last 15 seconds. I said Rangers in seven, which okay, is going to
0: happen. That's you can say that in the last 15 seconds. You know we had a half-hour episode, right?
1: Rangers in seven. I said it once. I'll say it again. Okay, that's fine. Never I... said Rangers at five. Okay, where, where does this stuff even come from? <laughs> it comes from you, Big Phil. Never said that. All right, but
0: Regardless, game six tonight in Pittsburgh. Uh, we now have the hindsight of watching game three and game four. The Rangers, uh, to say they looked abysmal in Pittsburgh, I think we'd be putting it nicely. Uh, 14 goals in two games. Igor gets pulled both times. Crosby, Gensel, all the guys that we talked about last week completely ran over us. Louis Domingue looked like a wall. Uh, And now the Rangers have a little bit of a step in.
1: uh, They should win tonight. Sidney Crosby is out. Sidney Crosby is out. If you cannot beat a Sidney crosby list Penguins team that is on their third-string goalie, then shame on you. Shame on you. Well, uh, yes, that's true. But do you think that it'll actually happen? I think the Rangers are going to win tonight. Ah, The Penguins are the better team. Uh, Yeah. no. You you watch the series, the Penguins are the better team. But when you have your best player out and your starting goalie out and your backup goalie out, Changes everything. Rangers now have momentum. When Crosby left Game Five, Rangers would outscore the Penguins five to one and dominated the play for the second half of the second period and the third period. I like the Rangers to win tonight.
0: I'm I'm gonna unfortunately disagree with you. I think that Pittsburgh has rattled this team, and I think that discomfort has been on been our undoing. Um, you look at guys like Keandre Miller, and you look at guys like honestly. Andrew Kopp, Chris Kreider. These guys look uncomfortable. They look
1: really—and Patrick Nemeth. Mike, did you see Game 5? Patrick Nemeth. Did you see what happened? should be working at a hot dog stand. You should not be playing in the NHL playoffs. Patrick Nemeth is actually going to get
0: $2.5 million from us next year and the year after that. But the Rangers dressed seven defensemen just in case Ryan Lindgren wasn't going to go. Patrick Nemeth he played touch the ice. a whole 16 seconds, according yeah. to Pete Morgan. Pete Morgan saw Patrick Nemeth on the ice once, and it was the last shift of the game when they were trying to clear
1: Patrick Nemeth shouldn't be in the NHL anymore, and, and that's a huge, huge move for the Rangers to get Lingren back. Puts him back with Fox. It's unfair for Aaron Fox, Adam Fox, to have played with Ryan Lingren all year and then get stuck with a hot dog stand worker in the playoffs. <laughs> so Patrick Nemeth now will not be playing. This is that's a huge bump to the Rangers. You already saw them play defensively. They, they were already better defensively in Game Five with Lingren. He also scored the empty netter goal. That, that's going to go miles. I don't think you can put that in perspective how big that is to get your first-line defense back in order and take Patrick Nemeth out of the lineup.
0: I, I, I agree with you in every sentiment right there. I think Patrick Nemeth was more of a hindrance on the ice
1: than— He was the worst player on the ice. Yeah, no, absolutely. I One think, of the worst players I've seen play I in think, a long time. I
0: think the Rangers would have been better with literally anyone else out there besides Nemeth. I, I truly believe that. And obviously, I, and I hate... nothing
1: against the guy. He just shouldn't be in the NHL anymore. And I hate doing this because I do have some friends— now that are actually like trying to make a name for themselves in the sports, I have my buddy Jay who's on the Tigers, my buddy Tyler who's on the Packers. They're both trying to, you know, make a career in sports. So I, I don't, I actually do not love ripping on people anymore because it's obviously so difficult to make uh, it there. You're growing up, a little bit, but wow. not when it comes to Patrick Nemeth because he <laughs> should not be playing in the NHL. No, I, I hate to see
0: anyone lose their ability to, you know, earn a living and. Support their family, but he's—it's so blatantly obvious to anyone who's watching closely. But I, honestly, if we can get out of tonight and we can come back to MSG, it should be uh, Rangers in seven. I but- want you to find
1: the tape of me saying Rangers in five. All right, I
0: will. I will. No, I
1: want you to find it when you go. You go home. You take the what? The bus. Yeah, I take the. Bus. I want you to listen to the podcast, and I want you to show me the timestamp when I said Rangers in five. All right. Everyone, oh
0: Jesus! Everyone, look out for my Twitter. I'll tweet the clip if I. I would love it. to. Okay. Um, really quick, I know we're uh, probably coming a little close on time right now. Are we? How long
1: have we been going, Katie? Yeah, Kev. Katie, uh, can you come on the mic for a second? Can you point the mic at your face?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Executive producer Kevin,
0: can you give us the update here? I believe 20 minutes. Thank you, Kevin. Everybody. Now,
1: the first thing you s- s- said when I saw you today was Rangers and 7. Yep. You're on that bandwagon?
0: I am on that bandwagon, and I follow 77WABC uh, Sports on Twitter. Oh,
1: so you saw that. So I
0: saw. That's where I get my sports.
1: Nice, man. Plug it. You got to
0: support, you know?
1: Do it's you saying, think the Rangers? you watch playoff hockey?
0: I love playoff hockey. It's it's another beast. It's a different beast than regular season hockey. It's a lot faster. It's a lot more
1: fun. So does a guy like you watch the game tonight? Oh, hell yeah. Where are you going to watch it? Your mama's house.
0: Oh, oh, Whoa! Jesus! Oh my goodness gracious! But uh, I'm sorry about that, Mike. It's all good. You know, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure executive producer Kevin will apologize later. I don't on. think Probably. Kevin
1: will be anywhere near my mom's house tonight. Oh,
0: all right. I hope not. At least. <laughs> yeah, she lives in uh, Europe. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk
1: about James Harden real quick. Jim Landfill Harden.
0: Yes, Jim Jim Harden, that's the
1: one. I lo- um, I I hate ripping on people, but man, it's it's hard not to rip on a guy like James Harden who did not score a point in the second half of an elimination game. He's getting paid 40 million dollars next year. He's going to opt into a 40 million dollar contract. He's not the same player he was in Houston. We all know that at this point. He's now the word we the word we hear used as a in quotation playmaker. I call it old, fat, and uninspired. That's what you call it. That's what I call it. Why are you yelling? Yeah, why are you? Because James Harden is just—it's oh, it's just another guy. It's always something, right? He was a phenomenal player in the Rockets. I guess cries his way out of Houston, goes to Brooklyn, cries his way out of Brooklyn, now goes to Philly. He could, what's the common theme? His teams don't win ever. Stupid ass. Uh,
0: very stupid. Now, there's two things that I want to address here. Uh, first. And Bede
1: calling him out after the game. I don't know if he called him out. He said he's not the same player he was in Houston, which nobody's saying he is anymore. He said he is now a playmaker.
0: That's But, like, it's James Harden. I I, I, I call that a call-out.
1: Funny enough, the first game they played together, if you go back, Joel said, I've never been so open in my life. Two months later, he's not the same player.
0: Yeah. Now, I, I love holding your teammates accountable. I think it's obviously... We, we've seen, especially in New York, where the press is brutal, absolutely ruthless, uh, You got to, especially in the basketball, you can't hide it. You just can't hide it in basketball. So Embiid kind of calling him out and saying that this is not James Harden anymore, and that this is not the guy that you thought we were going to get, I love it. I absolutely love that. Now, where does the sport of basketball go from here? Because, Mike, in no other sport besides basketball, can players just get out of contracts like they do? James Harden signs forever in Houston, and uh, I want to go to Brooklyn. He gets to Brooklyn. He gets to Brooklyn. I, I, I can't be here anymore. He goes to Philly. Do you think we see an end to this?
1: Probably not, and you could thank two people for that. First one is the media. Who've made everything in right, the Mr. NBA? Media, my favorite, being neighbor neighbors, actually about winning. It's all about how many championships do you have. It's it's all about how much have you won. What have you done for me lately? And you can also blame LeBron James, who started the super teams.
0: Now LeBron's going to be gone soon. LeBron is going to finish up his contract in L.A. He said he's going to go play wherever Bronny does, and the second he's done with that contract, he's out. So, and then honestly, it's going to be pretty soon. Bronny's coming in what? Two years?
1: I believe Bronny is a not this upcoming
0: draft year. The following junior draft year. in
1: high school. So yeah, I believe he has one more year. Then he'll go to one year of college, and then he'll be drafted.
0: Perfect. So
1: could this could this come
0: that soon? Are we looking at three years away? Most likely, LeBron's still. Because is there another
1: player worth bending over backwards to help win a championship in this league? Well, at this point, LeBron's, and I'm a big. I used to be a huge, huge LeBron guy. I have kind of soured away from him of late. But at this point, LeBron's probably, from a talent perspective, not a top five. Maybe not even a top ten. Yeah, I knew somebody was going to say that. So Rod says the 2008 Celtics team, that super team of Kevin Garnett, and I knew somebody was going to say that. That Kevin Garnett, that Ray Allen, and that Paul Pierce team, it was somewhat homegrown Pierce, but then I guess I did trade for Garnett and Ray Allen. Listen, if you're under the salary cap, Rod, it's all fair game. That's what I think. And if the players want to leave and they want to go to a new team and build these super teams, like we've seen how how, the super teams don't necessarily always win. We've seen Brooklyn fall on their face. Now we see Philly fall on their face. It takes more than two superstars to win in the NBA. You need a bench. You need a deep team because if one of these superstars is not playing like a top-five guy – then you're not gonna win.
0: Yeah, we, we we really saw a shift in the NBA when it was. You know, what was
1: the question you asked me before that? <laughs> it was.
0: It was. It was. Do you think there's a a player in the league worth bending over backwards to help make a super team? for?
1: Luka Doncic. You you think Dallas would do it? Well, honestly, they have to honestly, do honestly, it. Cube would. Luka's arguably a top, maybe the best player in the league. You, you can make an argument, him, at this point, Joker, MB, Tatum, seem like the, the young guys that are going to be the future of the NBA. I'm bending over in any which way of form that Luka wants me to bend over in, and I'm getting him whatever he wants. Boys, can we make that a drop?
0: Yeah, all right, thank you. Appreciate Luka that. can do whatever he wants to me. To get him <laughs> that second guy. Yeah, no, uh, well, he had that second guy. and It was, uh, it was Chris Stapps Porzingis the, the, the biggest L.
1: bitch in the NBA
0: you're coming at for a guy who doesn't want to attack players
1: I anymore I try not to man you're doing a good but job but it's different because these Jeez players Louise. these players at least I mean who am I I'm some cow that's going to go home <laughs> and sit cross-legged and rotz Rangers game 6 and curse out everybody and their mother So and like curse like a trailer yes I agree Sid and you throw me off with these drops too because I'm kind of losing my train of thought and what was I saying again
0: <laughs>
1: that I don't like ripping on. I really don't like ripping on players but you know I have to because like Chris Stavs Porzingis is literally a bitch that's Whoa. simple. So, it <laughs> But if I saw him, I'd be like, hey, you want to take a picture? So, All right, so yeah, exactly. Double standard. You're one
0: of those. Okay, so if you're Mark Cuban, like, who do you acquire?
1: I would have to look at a free agency list if you're going to put me on the spot like that. I mean, a guy like DeAndre Aiden I know is a free agent. We know Dallas needs a big. They could pair him along with Luka. Then you have two real good, real young players to build a foundation around. I'd have to look at a list of some free agents, but, I mean, you could put anybody. I know Zach Levine has also had some speculation of leaving. I don't know if Dallas wants another guard. They have a few guards. They have Dinwiddie. They have Brunson. Brunson's a guy to keep an eye on. He could go to the Knicks next year. Right. Nevertheless, the, the Mavs need a big, so I, I would expect them to potentially target a big.
0: Okay, and, and la- last thing here, we'll, we'll wrap up a little bit of baseball right now.
1: Here's, here's my one question for you. Talk to me in July. <laughs> That's been my motto for baseball since day one.
0: Okay, can, can I still ask yes. you the question? Okay, so Yankees... Are four and a half games ahead of the Rays. The Yankees are also 16 wins in their last 18. The Mets are six and a half games above the Phillies, not doing as well as the Yankees. Who loses their lead in the division first?
1: Well, the Yankees play in the far better division. If you look at this Mets division, it's pretty awful. I mean, the Nationals are awful. Miami, they have some good young starting pitchers, but their lineup's awful. The Phillies have no pitching. They can't play defense, and they have a bad ball pin. They have a good lineup, but it has been underwhelming thus far. And then the Braves are the World Series champs, so we'll respect them, even though they lost Freddie Freeman. Hoof! Um, the Mets. Sure, it's the Mets, right? Uh, the Yankees are a wagon, right? They are a wagon. They have great starting pitching. They have a great lineup. And while the Mets have a very good all-around team, i just go with the, just the Mets because it's the safer bet. Yeah, no, I have to
0: agree with you. And that's not because I think the Mets are, are bad or they're going to blow it this early. Uh, the Yankees are just that good.
1: Let me tell you something. Francisco Lindor is not a good baseball player. You're back on this train already? I just can't get already? off of it. I can't get off of this train because I watch him play and he swings for the fences every single time he's up. And if you compare his numbers this year to last year, his, be- his on-base percentage is lower than it was. Are we getting cut off? No, 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 fish thought. His on-base percentage is lower than it was last year. Obviously, we we're only through 33 games, but his on-base percentage is lower than it was last year. His slugging percentage is lower than it was last year. His OPS is lower than it was last year. His strikeout rate is higher. Francisco Lindor is not a good baseball player. You know what I'll say to that? Talk to me in July. That's gonna do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Mike, this was fun. It was fun.
0: It was our first duo episode together. I had a great time. It's good I to hope.
1: cut some dead weight and some and some <laughs> unnecessary fat off of the off of the podcast sometimes. Right, well, I think Justin's
0: gonna sweat out quite a bit of fat over uh, over in Israel. But ladies Just and gentlemen, kidding, uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of Guys Behind the Glass. We love talking to you guys every week. We'll be back
1: again next Friday. I'm Luke Legrano. I'll wrap it up the same way I did last time. Go back to the tape. Rangers and seven. All right, ladies and gents. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you then.
0: I apologize to Dino and his
1: mother. Oh, thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Class Act you're in Class.
0: That's the anthem. Hey, where's my little music?
1: Do this for my culture to let 'em know what it look like when it went a roaster. Show 'em how to move in a room full of vultures. Industry shady, it need to be taken over. Label owners hate me. I'm raising the status quo up. Where's the Dino? For what they did to the cook pay us like you owe us for all the years that you hold us. We can talk, but money talks. So talk, So talk more bucks. Bucks.
0: It's Jimmy, it's